Hi, everybody. This is Rob Cootie. How you doing? Uh, today is uh, January 28th. Um, it's currently 10.57 a.m. in Eastern Standard Time. As you know, we go live each and every day at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today's subject is going to be hosting your own live events, hosting your own live events. Look, if your goal is to make as much money as quickly as possible, then guess what? You're going to eventually be hosting your own live events. There's pros and cons like there is about anything in life to doing those. We're going to talk about those because some of you will be big enough to host your own live events. It's exciting. It's thrilling, but it's also exhausting and very time consuming. We'll get into all that here in a few moments. So please share this podcast and our other social media platforms with our fellow network marketers across the globe, hashtag the MLM solution, hashtag the MLM solution. I will be with you, Mary, Mary and I will be with you very shortly. Thank you very much. Welcome to the MLM Solution Podcast Show, where you'll learn the facts and hear the truth about the network marketing industry. industry. Here's your host, Here's your Rob, host Cootie. Rob Cootie. Good morning, Miss Marie. A little bit of a delay there. <laughs> I was going to say, we had a little bit of an echo on the intro. That was new. That was kind of cool. <laughs> With your host, Rob Cootie. Rob Cootie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to get that intro changed. I got to find that guy. Uh, he disappeared on Fiverr. <clears throat> and I uh, don't know what happened to him. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? You know, you don't want to say anything because what if something horrible happened? You know? But uh, he's no longer on Fiverr. I have no idea what happened. Had a great voice, though. Hopefully he made the fortune he was looking for and maybe moved on to bigger and better things. There you go. That's the way to look at it right there. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any snow? Uh, yes, we have some snow still oh. remaining from the weekend. Haven't gotten any fresh stuff. Hoping for some stuff soon. We'll see. Yep. Same here. That it, This weather here in the valley. We're in the valley. And uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I mean, it rained cats and dogs. For most of the day, probably for about, I'll be honest with you, probably for about 14, 15 hours. Uh, the creeks all around here exceeded their banks. Uh, we've got one creek right down the road, one of the major uh, creeks, and it's a big creek. It's not a small one. I think it's called Beargrass Creek. And uh, anytime we have any significant rain, I mean, it floods the streets, the park, and everything. It runs right through the park. They block off the park and everything. You can't go to them. Hmm. I have uh, pictures and video of it. It's amazing to see that much water just take over the park. But anyway, um, that's what happened. That's how much uh, rain we got. And I told everybody, I said, why in the world would we not have rain? <laughs> I mean, snow. 
if it can rain here for 18 hours, why can't it snow? <laughs> I mean, it makes no freaking sense. You know, well, we, it has to be cold enough for it to be snow. Yeah. So that, that's well, one thing. Point. I'm tired of the freaking rain. I get rain during the summer and the spring and <laughs> the fall. I don't need more rain. It's winter. We're supposed to get snow. <laughs> yeah, you got to move a little farther north then maybe. Yeah, and that's true. Right across the river, they get a lot more snow than we do. All right. Well, today is a good one. It's 121. And we're going 121. I told you, Miss Marie, we are racing towards that magical number of 200. And, um, you know, we probably will do three or 400 this year. Three or 400. Wow. Yeah. Are we going to start doubling up our episode? No, or? no, no. I mean, reach, we'll reach 200 easily. Oh, yeah. And then we'll be on our way to 300. True. With the end of the year. And maybe 330, 340. By the end of the year? Maybe. Yeah, that's that's getting somewhere. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. All right, with uh, today's hosting live events. And uh, it's an interesting subject. Some of you might be saying, well, why in the world do I need to know about that? I didn't even start it yet. Or, hey, why would I need to know that? I'm just barely into this thing. And and uh, why would I need to know that? You know, I'm, I've only got, you know, $1,000 a month, which is quite an accomplishment. You should be very proud. Not saying that any of you, if you make a check in network marketing, you need to be proud. Okay, let's just make it clear. And I'm not trying to dumb it down at all. Okay, there's a lot of people that come in this industry and don't make one red cent. And that's sad. Okay, and there's a lot of reasons for that, which we won't get into. But the bottom line is, if you make money in network marketing, you should be very proud of that. Okay, and it's not that difficult. What's difficult is the leadership, the business building system. There's a lot of dynamics that have to happen. Miss Maria, I've known a lot of people work their tail end off and not make a cent. Mm -hmm. And you know why? And I didn't know they were not in my downline. <laughs> um, well, they, I'll be honest with you. Yes, some of them were. So I think about it because they wouldn't listen. And uh, when I first started out, we were all dumb, young and dumb. We didn't know. So I, I misled you there. Uh, the truth is, yes. But uh, as we grew and matured and understood, obviously that did not happen. Once you understand how it works, like anything else, you, you say, oh, I get it. And you start doing the right things and things start to happen, blah, blah, blah. The bottom line is, Miss Marie, if you create enough volume based on the comp plan, you're going to get a check of some type. That is accurate. And one of the things we advocate for, of course, is getting people their first check relatively quickly as a point of proof and as motivation for them to keep going that, hey, this works yeah. and you can only build from here, right? And you know what, Ms. Marie, we have an exact plan. We don't just say, hey, you know, like you guys, if you use our business building system, we don't just say, hey, get their first check. We show you step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, how to make that check happen, okay? And it's the same five steps that you do throughout the whole process, but we show you how in your company, and it's not company specific, look, if you do these five steps, if you create volume in any company, you're gonna get paid. We show you how to create that volume from day one, okay? Utilizing the five simple steps. So you having the chance, a realistic chance of getting a first check not only for yourself, but for your downline is very, very good. Okay. And I'm telling you, they could catapult people to greater heights. There's no doubt. Because once they realize, oh my gosh, it works. Because even if it's a $12 check, Miss Marie, at least they know it works. They, they go, they go, oh my gosh. 
and they're excited. And they'll show their spouse, and the spouse may go, well, it's only $12. But it works. I can turn this 12 into 100, and then the 100 into 500. I now understand how it works. I know how I got this check. I can look at the volume I create. I can look at the people I sponsored. I can look at somebody that's doing 100 PV per month and myself, and I can see where the volume came from. It works. It created what they said it would. That's powerful. Yeah, it is. And as you grow your organization, we talked about um, yesterday taking on your organization, really owning it and taking leadership yeah. of your organization. Today's topic kind of flows from that. You're going to start hosting your own live events because that's, right. that's part of taking ownership of your business, of your organization and truly leading your people. Right. And, and the reason I bring up you getting your first check, guys, because you, you get your first check, you think, my gosh, you guys are talking about, I'm just now getting to the point where I can get my first check, and you're talking about a live event. Guys, we're taking you from that live uh, from that first check to the live events, because that is how realistic it is that this could happen for you. Once people understand, especially if you're sponsoring people five and above on the scale of ambition, I'm telling you, once they understand this works, and, you know, not from your mouth, but because of physical check in their hand or money in their bank, whatever the case may be, the bottom line is that is validation. And once they understand, they're like, this freaking works just like they said, get out of my way. Here I go. And they will take off. OK, so now let's say let's get to the point that they're in a position where they're hosting their own events. OK, now you say you might say to yourself, well, Rob, does that mean that you got to be in that legendary, the phase five legendary status in order to host live events? No, not at all. Uh, you certainly can do it in that phase. Uh, you're usually a guest. And believe it or not, it could be your own event. For instance, Miss Marie at that level, she's phase five. And for those of you that don't know what phase five is, it's nothing more than Marie has retired. She's got the drink out of the coconut, laying on the beach type money and lifestyle. But she also understands that in order for her business to be full of excitement, still moving forward, having the lifestyle, because what it becomes then, guys, is the dream. Once she reaches that level and she's on the beach and then living that dream, now she has become a promotional person. She has to promote that lifestyle. She may hire a production company to follow her around, um, to see her, to follow them on a vacation. And that may be played at these live events, okay? And let's say that Rob, she sponsored Rob, and Rob is hosting an event. I'm the host, but it's her event because it's her downline. Everybody in that building, let's say there's 5,000 people there. Everybody there is in her downline, okay? And she's the head of that organization. And what I, what I am is the host. I'm the most senior active uh, leader, in her business. I'm one of the first people that she sponsored. It worked out that I hit the big time. I'm still active. I'm pursuing the lifestyle that she has. I'm almost there, but I'm the one that sets up the events. I'm the one that schedules it. I'm the one that handles all the legal issues. I set everything up and uh, with her approval, because it's her organization. And you said, well, Rob, why would you do that? Because I'm edifying her. And you said, well, you get nothing out of it. No, I get a huge amount out of it because I'm hosting the event. I'm on the stage. I'm hosting the event. People see the relationship that her and I have. They see the bond that we have. They see the videos playing on the screen, not being uh, 
obstinate here, but the thing is, is that she's just having a normal daily life. And she's talking about this stress-free life she has. She has uh, smiling pictures and people are laughing in these videos. And the point is, is that that's what most people want. And those videos is not to promote her, it's to promote the lifestyle. People see that it's real, okay? And then once I introduce Miss Marie, Miss Marie comes out there, and of course she probably gets a standing ovation and she tells her story, how she started out, how she didn't know that she was gonna be able to make it and the struggles that she had, what is she doing? She's relating to the people in the audience. She, people in the audience going, that's exactly what I'm going through. She talks about her doubts. She talks about the lack of direction, not understanding how the business works, how she got tired of people saying it's easy, and but yet she couldn't make it work the way she wanted to. And then ding, one day she figures it out and then off she goes, okay? What she's doing, guys, is not only solidifying her organization like that, not only keeping people, retention is a part of that, but she's developing that strong bond. They see that she's a real person. They see that she wants uh, that same lifestyle that everybody else wants, and she achieved it. And now she's a living person, a living, breathing person up there talking about her personal life. Those stories sell, Miss Marie. And I don't mean sell product. They sell people on this works. Okay. Now, Miss Marie's not doing it for that reason. And you say, oh, it's just a scam. People are doing that to uh, mislead people, this and that. Hold on a second, Miss Marie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not to mislead people. It's really to paint a picture of what's possible and what has been achieved by others. You can tell stories about people who are legends in the business. You know, we talk about Bill Britt all the time, Richard Call, uh, those guys that had built huge organizations and be became legendary and kind of kind of set that bar for that vision of what's possible in terms of income, time, freedom, and lifestyle. But to get somebody on stage in front of you that you can touch and feel and hear from directly has a whole different impact. And to know that you're part of that organization and that that path has been laid out for you and has been proven to work yep. takes it to a whole nother level. It does. And, and the reason I brought up the word scam and this and that was not, um, to uh, highlight a negative, guys, what it is, here's the thing. She's up there giving people hope. She is living, breathing flesh that achieved what they're trying to achieve, and they have. They now have hope. She's not selling any kind of snake oil. She's not trying to uh, falsely motivate these people, give them a false sense. She knows standing on that stage, and if you listen to us at all, we tell you that 97% of the people will fail. And the, there's a lot of leaders that will tell people that from the stage. 97% of you out here are going to fail. But how many of you, they would say, raise your hand. How many of you want to be part of the uh, 1% to 3% club? And almost everybody in the audience would raise their hand. Well, the 1% to 3% club is going to come out of that audience there. So everybody has a legitimate reason and right to raise their hand. Okay. Now, the facts prove it otherwise. 97% of those people are going to fail. And I mean, not fail in making money, not fail in, in having that money have a positive impact on their life. Okay, we're talking about they're going to fail to be a part of that one to 3% club. Okay, 
There's only a small percentage of people that will pay the price. And I'm talking about the hard work, the dedication, the hours, the commitment. There are just a small percentage of people, one to three percent of that audience, that 5,000 people, and five and three percent of the 5,000 people, Miss Marie, is 15 people out of 5,000. Okay, that's what it is. <laughs> Max, it's probably less than that, to be honest with you. Okay, so every you can't pick anybody, you can't pick 15 people out of that audience and say, you, you, and you, and you, and you are going to be the 15. We don't know that. They determine their own future. So the point is, she's giving them hope, and hope is all that they need. Hope can be that small in somebody's heart. There could be somebody out there that's going to resonate with her words, <clears throat> with those videos. They're going to say, oh, my gosh. I did, I, I, she's, she's done it. She's actually real. I've heard about her, but she's actually here. And they're mesmerized by her story. They meet her after the event. They get a picture taken. They might get a, something autographed. And they go away totally committed. And they be, maybe end up being one of those 15 people because they went to that event. The words that she spoke resonated with that person, motivated that person, and took that hope from that to a big flame like that. And it's all it needs, Miss Marie. That's all a winner needs is that hope. Belief that they can do it. And it's events. That's the power, guys, of having live events. That's why you want to do that. Uh, you cannot get that kind of effect and impact uh, anyplace else. Even on Zoom meetings, uh, you, you just can't do it. It's a live in-person thing. Right, Miss Marie? Well, definitely live and in-person is always going to trump any other method. Right. But in the reality of today, Zoom meetings and those types of things also qualify as hosting live events, right? You still yeah. have to bring the same type of energy, the same type of message, the same type of dream and hope to those meetings that you do the live events. Right. And that was something I wanted to touch on too. You know, we are talking about this from the standpoint of, you know, a live event with a lot of people, a very large organization. But depending on when you decide to take ownership of your organization and really start kind of pushing for that dream and pushing for that high levels of success and wanting to truly motivate and lead your people, it doesn't have to be an organization of 5,000 people. It doesn't have to be in an arena with, you know, everybody in your organization that expands out, you know, exponentially. It can be your organization's 100, 200 people maybe. And that's not just the people you've brought in. Remember, your partners are bringing in people and that's the way your organization grows. Yeah. And you can have a similar impact on a Zoom meeting, telling those same types of stories, proving out how the system works. If you're not quite at that legendary figure status, that's where you're pulling people from your upline who are that can come in and kind of do that little guest speaker role to relay their story, how they got started, the struggle they went through, the possibilities that are there, casting that same vision. So the template is very much the same. You're just scaling as you grow. Right. And what the thing is in that scenario <clears throat> is that you don't want to overuse uh, the leader guys, holding them on a, having them on a, regular basis on a Zoom meeting or 
some other broadcast platform uh, can lose its effect. And when if I'm if, if I'm Miss Marie's top leader, the one thing I don't want to do is constantly have her in front of my people because it loses its impact. So keep that in mind. There's a certain <clears throat> um, timetable, usually one every once every three months. Okay, because you have a turnover once every three months. You have a huge turnover, you know, because no matter how good you are, no matter what you say, you're going to have turnover in your business. That's just the way it is. Um, there's no you're never going to keep every person. All right. And let's say that you do. You're one of the miracles of network marketing and nobody ever leaves your business. You're constantly going to have new people coming in. So doing it once every three months. Uh, is something that uh, is going to be very, very powerful. Even the people that have seen Miss Marie before, Miss Marie will have a different story to tell. Okay, and she'll she'll have a ton of them. And Miss Marie may only show up for two or three minutes in that moment, and then somebody else, maybe Rob, becomes the main speaker. Okay, uh, with the endorsement of Miss Marie. So there's always a change up. Uh, to keep things fresh, to keep things um, moving and flowing, to keep the excitement up to a certain level. Now, there are video platforms, like Miss Marie said, where you can get thousands of people on there. And you could hold a virtual live event, but it, does, it can never replace the live flesh, uh, I get to touch you, speak to you, see you type event. Okay? Uh, so let's make that clear. But the Zoom meetings can certainly... Uh, in today's environment, as she said, I think um, be a very powerful thing because you could literally hold like I, I could reserve a hotel room and have a platform, have everything set up and have a few people in there, maybe a um, hundred people locally, if, you know, my downline, let's say. OK, and uh, and broadcast it live on Zoom. And have thousands on there and have Miss Marie come up just like we would a regular event. Okay. Uh, you can certainly do that and have a huge impact. I mean, you look at uh, Dr. Pill, he still has his shows and everybody's virtual. Okay. And everybody's clapping, you know. So he still has an audience and it's a live audience, but it's a viral audience. <clears throat> and uh, you can do the same thing. These platforms will allow you to do that. So Miss Marie's right. You can do that and then still have a major impact, okay? Um, a lot of times, Miss Marie, the problem you have with that is you have to turn off the comments and the audio, so it's nothing more than uh, you and I, you know, or the audience that's physically in the building with us. Um, well, yeah, you, you can't you can't fully replicate that in-person experience. And, and anyone that has been to an event on either side will tell you it's just not the same when you try to pull it off virtually. No matter how good the technology is, how much they can make it seem and look like it's a live event, it's still not the same. From an audience perspective, you know it's not because you're not shoulder to shoulder with your friends, your business associates and feeling that energy all together. You may feel some of the energy through a video, but it's it's not the same. And on the reverse side for the speakers, it's the same, it's the same challenge. 
I yeah. mean, Rob, I'm sure you'd agree, even like this podcast that we're doing, even though we do the video venue and we have pretty good energy and we have fun and everything, and at least we have each other to interact with, it is nothing like standing on a stage and presenting and speaking in front of people, right? I mean, that's that's just, that takes it to a whole different level of energy and interaction and you just don't get the same facial expressions you don't get that same feedback that's why rob's constantly checking with me you know did i make that clear because he doesn't have you as the audience to get that you know either right. verbal or even nonverbal feedback right. so it makes it a, a whole different challenge from a speaker perspective too when you're doing it virtually yeah no doubt and uh that's the beauty of Miss Marie. She will jump in there and clarify or ask me to clarify. And she's right. It's still not the same because when I'm up on stage, I can read the audience. I can see it in their eyes where, you know, they're just like, <laughs> okay, I didn't make that clear. All right, let's back up. This, this <laughs> is more fun for me though, because when Rob's on stage, I don't get to interrupt him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I, uh, and I hope that we can do live events this year, Miss Marie. I hope we can build up to that. I, I would I would love to get into that because that's yeah. that's a whole different level of fun for sure. It is. And uh, I'll be honest with you guys, you'll learn a lot more in that live event. And uh, we'll we'll see if we can make that happen this year based on what's going on. Maybe we can try a small one, Miss Marie, kind of like what me and you and Mike Dillardnell did. Maybe, you know, a little bit bigger, but you get my point. Yeah. A smaller event. Okay, so with that being said, guys, here's the thing. Um, we have a situation where you are thinking, you guys are talking way above my head. Guys, you can't think about that. What did we tell you the other day? Shoot for the moon. Okay. Have We, we talked, we had that episode the other day, Miss Marie, off the top of my head. I forget it. Um, preparing yourself for success. I can't remember what it was. And uh, guys, it was all mental. Okay. Look, you can't own oh, a large international business. That's what it was. Okay, look, you, you have to realize that you have a hold of an international multi-million dollar business. That's what you have, even before you start. The whole thing is, is that we tell you to shoot for the moon because the work is the same. I tell you that all the time. The work is the same, whether you're in a new company or an old company. The difference is with a new company, you have a legitimate chance to create wealth, literally wealth that will change your life for a long, long time, maybe forever. With an old company, you have stable income. But the work habits is the same. The commitment is the same. The timetable is the same. Everything is the same. Nothing changes. So with that being said, when you take your first step in the business building process, understand that you have a whole lot of multi-million dollar international business. It is sitting there waiting for you to develop it to that level. If you do develop it to that level, you're going to be in a position to host live events. We're talking about the bonuses or the uh, um, pros of hosting live events. They will create an excitement and a bond unlike anything else that you could do for your business, especially if you get to the phase five level, which means you are retired. You are now a figurehead, okay? And Miss Marie, in order to get to phase five, she's going to have to host live events, whether they're regional or local, and Miss Marie, once again, um, I think there's real value in the Zoom, you know, the video platform. I, I really do. I believe that. I like it. I love technology. 
I don't know if I would totally depend on it. I think I would have a hybrid model myself if I was out there because you cannot replace, if I'm doing local events, Ms. Marie, building an organization in a local environment, just to do them this way, I'm, it's still a sterile environment. I'm, they still not met me in person. They still, even though they can see me, they know that I'm real. It's not the same until they meet me. And then they're like, I, okay. There's something about that human environment. Okay, guys doing, she, as she goes up towards hosting her own live events on a major level, she does a bunch of small live events, right? Miss Marie, you do your local ones, building your local business. You end up building such a large business that you're expanding like if I was here, building a business, I would build it here locally in Louisville, Kentucky. It would expand throughout the state of Kentucky, I hope, for the most part, maybe not. But it would quickly go over into the Indiana side because we're right at the river with Indiana. So I would have the Kentucky, Indiana. We call it uh, Kentuckiana. And uh, so I would have that. I would be doing events, local events, across the river so the people wouldn't have to drive over here. I would go over there, do live events over there, do live events here locally. And then as I continue to expand, maybe in Ohio and stuff, I would be doing live events in Ohio. And if the weather was bad, guys, don't put yourself in a dangerous situation driving in bad weather, like in Indiana, Ohio and stuff. Gets a lot more ice and snow than we do. You know what? Do a live event on Zoom. That's how I would uh, bring the two together. But the point is that I'm making here is that Miss Marie's doing all these little small live events locally and then regionally as her business continues to grow. And if it goes across the nation and internationally, then guess what? That's when she goes into the big town where she hosts them one uh, live event every three months. Now, Miss Marie, I'm really kind of cheating here a little bit. I don't want to get too much detail because this really is an advanced thing. But Miss Marie, if you get to that level and your business is that big, you doing one live event every three months is not going to work. Here's what I'm saying. Miss Marie, if she's got, uh, let's say she's got 50,000 people on her downline, okay? Took her three years to put all that together. And um, here's the thing. Her business is still thriving. It's still growing. Uh, the company is growing as well. It's still in its uh, exponential growth phase. Here's the thing. She may pick Labor Day weekend to have a, a national live event. Okay, and that falls in whatever quarter it falls in. She would be Friday. She would be, let's say, in Seattle. And then on Saturday, she would be in, uh, let's say, Colorado. And then on Sunday, she would be in Philadelphia. Okay, she would make that trek across the nation and where she's having these live events at three different locations across the country because she didn't want people in Philadelphia, I mean, Pennsylvania, to fly to California or Colorado. It's easier for her to fly from one to the other than it is for everybody to trek over. And the cost of renting a place that holds 16,000 people is very expensive. And she'd rather rent a place that has five or 6,000 people, right, Miss Marie? Well, Little there. Yep. Okay? But that's how you do it. That's how you set it up. That's how you do it. It's cheaper for her and it's, it's cheaper for everybody else. See? Being that Pennsylvania is where it is, a lot of people in New York, New Jersey, uh, all that can go to Pennsylvania. Colorado, a lot of people in central United States can go to Colorado. It's easy to get in and out of. You pick a place that's easy for people to fly to and fly out, right? Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's why Las Vegas is such a popular event venue, right? It's it easy is. to get in it and is. out of from just about anywhere in the world nowadays. That's right. There you go. Okay, so that was a little bit of a tidbit of advance there, but I'm just giving you a, a picture when you get to that level, just what kind of takes place in these events and uh, why you do it once every three quarters and what she would do as the quote-unquote figurehead. Now, now that we have all that out of the way, let's talk about some of the, the cons. Well, the cons is the logistics, as you can imagine. You're going to have to hire pretty much a, uh, an event manager, Ms. Marie. You're going to have to hire somebody who has experience in setting up these events that have the contacts throughout the nation. Hey, I need this there, I need that there. And working out dates and making sure that all the equipment is there, uh, knows what kind of equipment needs to be there, has a checklist to make sure the lights, the microphones, the sound equipment, that it's been tested and everything's good to go. So when Miss Marie walks in, everything's been tested, it's ready to go. Uh, the people flood in, there's no problems. Nothing's slowing down the event, right? Nothing is putting a, uh, water on the excitement. In other words, uh, putting a dampener on the excitement of the people coming in. Because, Miss Marie, you've been there when things go good and the buzz is in the air, people are talking, it's noisy, they got music playing in the background. Guys, that is the way it's supposed to happen. You do not want that to be interrupted. And the only way that can happen is that you've got to have a professional that is that specializes in setting up these events, especially if you have one, as she said, in Vegas, another one in Colorado, another one in Pennsylvania. You wanna make sure that you have somebody that can coordinate all that and make sure all of it is working the way it's supposed to and set up the way it's supposed to be set up. Uh, even down to where the stage sits, okay? What end of the, believe it or not, it all works, okay? Keeping people at a certain temperature, right, Miss Marie, where they're not uncomfortable and sweating and getting aggravated but not so cold that they're freezing their butt off. Guys, all these little things make a huge, huge difference in things being successful. Right, Miss Marie? Yep. I, and it's all those little things you don't think about, temperature, stage position, seating arrangement, those types of things that it, it really pays to have the professional who's familiar with that. Yes. And you know that why they only have water there, right? No snacks. So the people are paying attention and they're not distracted. And uh, so that they don't have a, a point to gather outside of sitting down. The guys, I'm telling you, there's little intricate details. If you try to do this on your own, it could end up being a disaster. It is well worth hiring somebody to do it for you who's done it many times. And uh, they're, they're plentiful, okay? A lot of, I would not, Miss Marie, if it was me, I would not hire uh, the hotel people just to let you go guys know if any of you hear this and you're thinking about a live event i would advocate not using I, I would use a hotel a nice hotel always make sure it's a nice hotel in a nice part of town i want to make that clear okay you do not want people coming in and out of town driving through bad parts they have no clue where they are they're uncomfortable they're walking through a dangerous area do not do that to your people even if it's downtown Make sure you pick a hotel. It's well worth the money. You're going to make enough money as it is, but make sure it's in a safe place. Make sure you have a parking garage where they can park and get out and go straight to the event. Okay, but here's the other thing. Security, you got to have that. But here's the thing. What I'm saying is if you hire, if you say, well, you know what, I'll just hire somebody at the uh, hotel, and let's say it's a Marriott, and, of course, Marriott's have been around a long time, and they have event uh, coordinators, okay, that's not always the smartest thing, guys. You say, well, what do you mean? 
because sometimes those event coordinators are new, okay, and maybe they've not worked in this type of environment, a network marketing environment. Not all events are the same, okay? They're not, they all don't work the same. So what you have to do is you have to realize that sometimes there's people like, if you found an event manager that has done Tony Robbins type of events, okay, then you've got a real pro. Why? Why would you say that? Because they're used to going from one venue to the other. They might be in L.A. one day and Vegas the next. Right, Miss Marie? And mm-hmm. then after that, they might be in New Mexico. And Tony may be making a trek across the country in different venues. And this event manager knows how to make that happen. He or she is a pro. They have the contacts. They set everything up. Bam, 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 bam. Tony just shows up, gets dressed, takes a shower, bam, out there he goes. Okay, then on to the next one, right? Well, and I was going to say, and that's that's a true event manager. They're managing the event for what the event is, not managing the venue. There you go. For the event. Thank so. you for the clarification. There you go. See, that's a, there it is. There's a live example. Miss <laughs> Marie stepping in. So the, the, there's the, the con of it is, if you're trying to do it yourself, I'm telling you, you're going to make huge mistakes and end up being a disaster. Okay. There's insurance that has to be taken care of. Uh, there's security that has to be taken care of. There's food. Uh, if you're going to ha- have lunch, there's, I mean, it's just endless, Miss Marie. It is overwhelming. You cannot put a rookie in those environments. You're going to end up costing yourself a, a big, well, you're going to, it's going to be a big headache. And you may end up pushing your people away. People come away from that event with a bad negative feeling or if something bad did happen and then the mumbling starts. Guys, all the hard work that you put in to build this thing could go down the twos, Miss Marie. And I'm not exaggerating the point. I am not trying to be uh, over the top here. What I'm trying to do is get you guys to understand the importance of making sure these things go the way they're supposed to, safely, easily, productively, et cetera, et cetera. You want everybody to walk away from there saying, man, that was a great event. Not, a, not I can't believe we had a fire. I can't believe that person got hurt. I can't believe they had three people go to the hospital. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't believe there was a big fight there. <laughs> I mean, that's not the type of event memory that you want to create. <laughs> right, Miss Marie? Although those little hiccups can make them very memorable. Wait, very, yeah. <laughs> yes, I can. Yes, I can. And the top things off, and we're going to close it out. You want to make sure that Miss Marie is available. Uh, of course, you clear with her <clears throat> because she may say, Rob, I only got 45 minutes. Or she may say, I, I only want to do it for 45 minutes. It's her event. Uh, some people say, well, I'll stick around as long as the people are around. Guys, I've seen these leaders. Uh, I've, I've been there. <clears throat> I've seen them stick around for three and four hours afterwards. And they wore out. They're just wore out. Um, kudos to them for doing that. I don't, I, I wouldn't mind doing that, Miss Marie. It wouldn't bother me to stick around three or four hours. But here's the thing you always got that motor mouth that wants to talk to you off and never shut up when you can't get out of there. And that's when Rob steps in and say, Well, Miss Marie, we got to go. We got another appointment. You know, that's where the pros come in and say, Oh, don't forget, Miss Marie, we got this appointment over here. Oh, yes, Rob, you're right. Well, I got to go. Right. <clears throat> so, um, but the thing is, is that, uh, uh, guys, if you stick around afterwards and sign autographs, take pictures and all that, once again, and because people are going to give testimonials, and part of the uh, events is having a, a testimonial tent, 
where people come in that attended the event and give testimonials. That is so huge. And then promotion of your next event, okay? <clears throat> so as you can see, setting these up and making sure all the things are done, the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed, as they say, well, guess what? It pays huge dividends and to cap everything off is Miss Marie sticks around and she signs autographs and takes pictures. She has solidified her own future. She has created an excitement in her business the company can't even touch, right, Miss Marie? Yeah, and, and that's part of what can help really build your business as well and just helps to motivate your team as far as what is possible for them. Yep, that's right. And one of the things, Miss Marie, as we close, because we're closing, <clears throat> if you're second, third people, and how can I clear? You got your top tier people. The, you know, the people that are full time, making a lot of money. And then you got your middle tier people. Those are the people typically, Miss Marie, that are affected the most at those events because they're this close, guys, or maybe this close, okay, to reaching the big time. Okay, let's say they're making $5,000 a month and they've kind of plateaued out and thought, hey, you know, this is really nice. And, and they're, they're enjoying it. They're $5,000 a month. Okay. They, they thought they wanted $10,000. They stopped at $5,000. We always tell you, let people be what they want to be. All right. Don't try and put your thumb on top of them. You'll push them away. They go to these events and they say, oh my gosh, I'm this close. I'm this close. And they'll go home and they say, honey, we're, we're taking this thing to the next level. Right, Miss Marie? That's your second, third. The people that already know it worked, but they just kind of stop. Well, they, it gives them that kind of second wind, right? That, oh. that new kick of motivation to actually put in the time and effort to achieve that next level rather than coasting at a point where they may feel comfortable. It's like, hey, you know what? If I do this for the next 90 days and just kick up the level of discomfort, that can impact my lifestyle for the rest of my life. That's right. So, yeah, That's absolutely. Right. Well, and you just brought up something really important. And maybe we should do a, a, a subject on that is uh, the next 90 days. Man, that is powerful because, guys, this business works in 90 days. 90 days can change your life. There's no such thing as 180 days, no such thing. She absolutely nailed it. If somebody's at the mid-level, and I'm going to say this, and we're going to get off here, like she just said, and they walk away from her live event, and they say, you know what? I'm going to give this a 90-day blast. I'm going to go crazy, okay? And I'm going to, guys, if they really apply themselves, that next 90 days will create a, 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 uh, an explosion in their business. I don't mean like, it may not overnight create another 10,000 group volume, but if it creates another 5,000, 6,000, 6,500 uh, group volume growth in that 90-day period, it should be more. But if it does, they're going to say, I'm on my way. Just, you know, because the 6,500 is validation that they're on the right track. They're doing the right things. That 90 days can transform them into a big-time leader. So, Miss Marie, great point. That is a great point because that's all they need to do is give it 90 days. 30 days is too much. It's too intense, and there's not enough turnaround time. In other words, you don't see the volume growth, Miss Marie, in most companies until the next cycle, right? So you don't really know uh, what kind of impact you've had in that one month that you've really applied yourself until the following report comes out, <clears throat> right? You've got it. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, we've, we've had a good topic today. It's actually ended up being much more uh, enjoyable than I thought. I thought, well, this will be kind of boring. 
And uh, I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> it's just that how many people can relate to that, right? And uh, the thing is, it's not something you talk about a lot, but it ended up being a fun subject. And I really got into it because it brought back a lot of memories, <laughs> good and bad. <laughs> and so uh, it's something, guys, that uh, you have to, as we close, you got to remember, you have a hold of an international multi-million dollar business, and there will one day be what you'll be doing live events, whether it's local, regional, or national, it happens, or international, and international as well, which we won't get into. It applies the same on the international level as what we talk about here. We don't need to get into that. But guys, you are going to be hosting live events. If you notice the ticker, it says hosting live events. It doesn't say hosting large international <laughs> live events. It just says live events. Well, and here's the thing to keep in mind too, for those of you who are just coming into the business new or you're coming back and you're at a point where this is all so fresh and you are you feel like you're just at the beginning and this is so far down the road, that may be true, but pay attention to the events that you're participating yeah. in and see how they're structured. You'll see how they're run, you'll see a lot of the points we're making and just, you know, mental note for future reference. That's right. This is a template that works and it's oh, yeah. used over and over and over again. So yeah, don't break the template. That's right. No, don't add it'll, just, it'll just bring you a whole nother level of awareness as you participate. Absolutely. In as well. Absolutely. Good point. All right, guys, tomorrow's episode of Freelance Friday, number 38. I can't believe it, number 38, 38 weeks we've been doing this. It's hard to believe. Tomorrow's Freelance Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, as always. That's what we'll do. Please like, comment on our various social media platforms, especially our YouTube, where you hit the bell twice to get notified when we go live and when we upload content. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you guys for all of you that have despite the fact that YouTube's been messing with algorithm. On top of that, please give us a thumbs up if you like what you hear and understand. When, especially the points that we're making, you can see how they're going to be helpful. Please give us those thumbs up, dancing bears, dancing women, and all of that. TheMLMSolution.net, as you know, always, always, always. Uh, additionally, uh, use the hashtag TheMLMSolution to find us on our various social media platforms and to share our... Um, our platforms and everything else and help people find us on the internet. The hashtag the MLM solution. And as always, free, 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 F-R-E, free. Yes, are available still. Won't be very long. We'll be making the change very shortly. These three things, they are awesome. You're not going to get them anyplace else. Four critical mistakes most networkers make and how to overcome them. That is the peanut butter and the jelly to that peanut butter sandwich is five simple steps to networking success. Guys, you put these two together, you become an unbeatable, unstoppable business building machine. The bread that brings it all together is the zero to networking hero. All three of these come with one video, one audio, and the eBooks, which are written in a short, concise, and very easy to read manner. Okay, that being said, also go to our website, get the our network marketing one and only dictionary free. It has all the jargon, lingo, slang that you could possibly run into in network marketing. Believe me, there are certain words out there that will throw you for a loop if you do not know what it is they're saying. And uh, we talk about all the time, threshold of profitability. There it is. All of the dictionary does not come with an audio and video, and then you can understand why. But here's the threshold of profitability. If you don't know what it is, you don't understand what it is, Get this material. 
one audio, one video, as always, and a wonderfully written ebook. And uh, network marketing, it's a numbers game. We always talk about the numbers, don't we, Miss Marie? Mm-hmm. The numbers, if you do not understand the numbers of network marketing, if you don't even know what we're talking about, you are at a major disadvantage, guys. You have to have knowledge of the numbers and network marketing because they're going to do what they're going to do, whether you like it or not. Whether you acknowledge their existence or not, they're going to do their thing. Is that not correct, Miss Marie? They're going to work positively or negatively. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. There it is. There it is. And the scale of ambition, guys. There it is. Scale of ambition. Look at there from one up to number 10. Okay. This is a powerful book. You have to sponsor the right people. Understanding where they are in the scale of ambition can help you zero in on the type of people that makes this business go. And guys, if you sponsor a bunch of people that are five and above on that scale of ambition, you greatly increase your chances of having success sooner rather than later and big success, not moderate success. Would you agree with that, Miss Marie? I agree. Absolutely. So there's just a small sampling of what we bring to the table, guys. Go to the MLMSolution.net and get that stuff. Don't cheat yourself trying to do this on your own. Well, Miss Maria, I think we've covered everything. I think it's time to get ready for tomorrow. Freelance Friday tomorrow. Freelance Friday. Look forward to it, guys. You guys have a great day. 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the MLM Solution Podcast. For more info, visit our website, themlmsolution.net. Please follow us on the following platforms, Facebook, YouTube, etc. And share this podcast with our fellow network marketers around the world by hitting the share button on our various platforms.